This is Ellen Baumler at the Montana Historical Society with today's episode of History on the Go. On a winter day in 1892, hunters Tom Williams and Bert Pinnell noticed a curious curl of smoke coming from a mountainside. The two climbed with difficulty, and when they reached the source, they found that it was actually steam coming from a hole in the ground. They cast rocks into the hole and marveled at the echoes, realizing they had discovered a huge cave. The steam was pushed out from deep within, just like with living things you could see its breath on this cold winter day. Six years later, Williams and Pinnell returned with candles, ropes, and friends to explore their tantalizing discovery. The cave, full of passageways, rooms, and tortuous openings, was 600 feet long and 400 feet deep. Stalactites and stalagmites, in a marvelous profusion of terraces and cascades, decorated its floors, ceilings, and walls. Various drip formations enhanced the wild natural beauty. Miner Dan Morrison figured people would pay to see the cave, and so he staked a claim there. He added a trail, built 2,000 wooden steps to the cave, widened the entrance, and took paying tourists on tours. But the Northern Pacific Railroad took him to court, claiming ownership, and won. Then it turned the cave over to the federal government. In 1908, President Theodore Roosevelt named the cave for explorers Lewis and Clark because part of their route was visible from the cave's entrance. Morrison led tourists to the cave until the day he died in 1932, defying government ownership. Then the federal government added electricity and other improvements and gave Montana ownership of the cave. Lewis and Clark Caverns became Montana's very first state park in 1935. This is Ellen Baumler at the Montana Historical Society. Visit us, become a member, and show your love for Montana's heritage.